Hello, welcome to Off Curve. I'm Wicked Good, and I am talking to you about Hearthstone as I am driving around on errands. It is Sunday, October 3rd. Look at that. I even know the date. I know what day it is. <laughs> Look at me. It's like, I feel like achievements need to be celebrated, right? Because like that, that doesn't happen all that often, but it is, it is Sunday, October 3rd. Um, it is a new month and um, I got 11X, 11, 11 star multiplier um, at the, you know, for my finish at the end of last month, which I did not think was going to happen. And that's, this, this whole episode is going to be kind of revolving around that. I don't really have I mean, I have a, I kind of have a topic, and it's going to kind of get in there, but a lot of it is kind of revolving around that because I, I feel like, okay, this is not something that is common for me, right? Like I, I consider myself a good player. I know that other people consider me a good player. Um, I very often end up tanking my rank towards the end of the month. Like, I will usually get Legend around the first week of the month from 10x, and uh, I'll sometimes be able to play around there for a while, and then it'll just, things will fall apart for one reason or another. The meta changes, or, um, you know, or, or I'm just, like, tired, I'm not playing well, or, or whatever, right? Um, and, and I've talked about this at length in, in a bunch of different um, contexts. Um... I've been trying to focus on my play and, and try to figure out where, you know, I've, and I kind of went through this a couple years ago and it's probably to the point where I'm going to probably have to look into coaching again, because usually when I hit a wall like this, it's, um, there's something that I'm missing and I'm not, that's keeping me from progressing the next level, which is not to say that I wasn't able to overcome it this month. But it feels a lot like I'm kind of hitting, you know, and part of this is also ADHD, right? I'm seeing the matrix and, and hyper-focus kind of comes and goes and, and, you know, consistent results are not exactly, you know, necessarily an ADHD thing and, and, and that's all okay, right? Um, I was kind of trying to figure out what I should be playing at the end of the last month and, and really I need to generally have a deck that I enjoy. That typically means control, but it doesn't always. And um, I, I had decided at Legend last month, I was going to try to learn um, OTK Quest Demon Hunter. That, that was a deck that it, it's not as good since they, since they nerfed Brute, but this was before the Brute, the brute nerf, right? Um, or maybe, I think it was. Um, or maybe it was the one without the Brutes. Maybe it was the one that was just like Fel DHI, Fel OTK. I don't know. Whatever it was, I, I sucked at it. <laughs> like, let, let's not, let's not mince words, right? So I sucked at it. And I kept trying to learn it. And, and I think that it, this was a good thing to do, right? Like, the, the if I'm going to be results-oriented, this was a terrible idea. But I think from... A growth standpoint, I think it was good for me, and and some of these things are going to kind of be like, what part of what I'm going to be talking about is kind of like where I'm going, and where I'm trying to focus to try to break through that next level of play, right? Because I know that that's generally what 
a lot of you are listening for. Um, some, I mean, sometimes it's specifics on a deck. Sometimes it's, you know, it's obviously, you know, the nerf, nerf projections and, and card reviews, but, but also just kind of general improvement. And, and this is going to be a little bit more introspective as like a, an improvement journey. I'm not even close, right? But this is just kind of the things that I've been trying to do. So I decide that I'm not good at combo decks. I'm going to try to learn it, right? And I played a bunch of games of, of OTK trying to learn it and it didn't work out right and I ended up it ended up to the point where I came into legend at about 1500 I don't remember what the actual number was and by the time I was done with that experiment I was down to 6,000 and I was queuing into diamond one players and which is kind of a sign right that something's not working like I lost a bunch of games with it and I, I kind of felt like I knew what I was supposed to be doing, but it wasn't quite coming together. And again, there's there's probably something fundamental I'm missing with the deck. The deck, the problem was not the deck. The problem was me. So, at that point, I kind of picked up aggro, aggro druid, and just kind of jammed a bunch of games, and then ended up getting myself back up into the three thousands. And aggro druid was a deck that I was able to. Um, to kind of just pick up and play, and it clicked with me. And, and something that I've learned about my play style over the past however long is that it doesn't... It, I mean, I call myself a control player, and I feel like I am, because most of the decks that I like to play kind of fall into this, you know, fall into this category. But, but realistically, what I'm looking for in a deck is something where I feel like I have agency in most matchups. Like, one of the things that tilts me off of the face of the earth, and, and God bless Ridiculous Hat for spending some time in my Discord talking me down this past week, because it was it was a frustrating, like, couple of weeks. Um, but, like, one of the things that, that really tilts me off the face of the earth is feeling like I had no chance in a matchup, right? Like, there, it didn't matter... Like, my decisions might have mattered slightly, but in terms of affecting the overall result, I, they, I, I could have done basically anything, and it really wouldn't have mattered, right? And, and Quest Mage in particular had been really grinding on me the past, like, you know, it, it's towards the back half of last month. Um, I real I mean, I, do, I just like that play pattern. I'll just, I'll just say it. Um, I really don't think that that play pattern is good. It feels like the way that Jade Druid used to be, for those of you who have been playing a really long time, um, where it basically loses to all the fast decks, and it just grinds out anything that's slower into this just endless parade until until you just kind of, um, you know, you just kind of get, get ground out of the game. And... And Kingsbane Rogue is kind of the same thing, right? Like, those those types of things where, yeah, you can get ahead of them by playing fast, but sometimes it doesn't work. And regardless, it, like, the, you know, the end game state just feels really bad to be on the, the back end of, at least in my opinion. And I know not everyone agrees with this, um, and some people can kind of push that out of their heads. Um, it... it 
and it's the kind of thing that I can deal with once in a while. Like I'll sigh and I'll roll my eyes and I'll probably say out loud, why do we have to play mage? That's something that happens on stream a lot. Um, but I will still, um, you know, I'll, I'll deal with it when it's a lot. It just kind of like, I feel like I'm wasting my time. Right. And, and it kind of like, it's, it's kind of weird. Cause like I had this weird, like meta epiphany, like, I don't know when I was like in, you know, a teenager or whatever, like that I was just pre like, I'm playing video games, but I'm just pressing buttons. Right. Like, and, and I'm not actually doing anything and it kind of pulled the veil back a little bit. I don't know. I don't even know where that's coming from, but like, you know, the game is not fun for me when it feels like there's, there's just, you know, you didn't get to participate, right? Like, it, or you got to participate, but nothing really mattered. Um, and, and there were enough of those types of matchups. And I think there was like, it was a combination of those, like Garrett Rogue's another one, Anaconda Druid, um, you know, there was a bunch of stuff that I was facing that was just kind of like non-interactive and, and just really kind of incompatible with the kind of, with my play style. Um, that's kind of why I was trying to learn OTK Demon Hunter, just because like, okay, if everybody else could be playing off the board, so can I. Um, but I really couldn't grok it. And, and it's just not, I've, I've had decks like that where it's, where I've gotten it to work, like cloning gallery priest, but very often that's, that's not my play style. My play style is much more controlling, much more, you know, attrition or, um, you know, exhausting resources or trying to counter somebody else's win condition. And, and, and those are just, uh, there's no way to do that. Right. So I was kind of, this is a very long winded way to say that I was getting very frustrated and I was tilting and the tilt was affecting my play. And I was looking for something, you know, and, and basically I got up to like 3000 or whatever with, with the Druid. And then it started getting running into bad matchups. Um, it started running into a lot of quest. Uh, I think quest rogue was a, maybe it was quest rogue. Liberum Paladin was definitely a bad matchup. Um, and, and there were a couple of others that I started seeing more and it started becoming very hard for the Druid to, to kind of progress for me. Um, and I was, I, I had a, a day on stream and, and, um, like this past week at work was kind of pretty difficult anyway. Um, so I wasn't playing at my best to begin with. Right. And, and, and a lot of this is kind of recognizing when you need to step away. And, and I think that's kind of where this is going. Again, this, I, this is, this is ADHD storytelling and I apologize for that. Um, but I think that one of the things that I really learned this week was I need to figure out when to take a big step back because, and, and it wasn't just like, I could blame it on the meta, but it's not the meta, right? Part of it is like, part of it is that the meta is not one of the more enjoyable ones for me. And if I'm not having fun, then what am I doing? Right. Um, part of it is also that my, my week was like basically a week of Mondays. So something that happened at work, this is getting way personal, but it kind of sets context is so they set up this they, they made a decision that Fridays are going to be what they're calling focus Fridays so um, no meetings are supposed to happen on Fridays and I'm I'm you know an applications manager so basically all I do is meetings so all of my meetings got got basically condensed into four days 
Like I didn't get any fewer meetings, just the ones that I had were all like crushed into four days. So I had basically Monday through Thursday of this week were just like flat out log in, in meetings. Maybe I get a lunch break, maybe I don't. And then I, I log off and I'm exhausted, right? Like I'm an introvert by nature. You wouldn't tell it from this show, but like I'm an introvert by nature. Um, like I need time to recharge and I, there wasn't any. So, and then I was trying to log in and play and, um, and it was going poorly and, and for good reason, because I was exhausted, right? So part of it, if you're struggling, right, it's very, it's a really good idea to kind of take a mental temperature and make sure that you're in a good headspace to play your best, right? And so like what was happening as a result of that, right? Is like, I was playing some, I made some headway on like over the weekend. I, I ended up switching to a Librem Paladin about two thirds of through my stream on Monday. By the way, if, you, if you're not following my stream, uh, twitch.tv slash wickedgoodfm, uh, I stream 7 p.m., usually at about 10 p.m. Mondays and Thursdays, uh, Eastern time. So uh, come by, it's, it's a good time. And I'm also, I should say this, I know, I know I've been doing the ADHD storytelling thing. Um, I am raising money for Extra Life um, for Children's Hospital Boston this month on my stream. I have a, a blog post that I put up on the site that I will link to in the show notes um, for more information on that. And I encourage you to read that and, and please do donate. It's a very good cause and, and you know, come by and support me on the stream as well. Um, anyway, um, two thirds of the way through the stream, I switched to Librem Paladin and I just started winning, right? Like I was seeing a lot of Druids. Um, the Librem Paladin that I was playing was very anti-aggro. It was very good at clearing boards and, and putting big taunts in the way. And all of a sudden I just started climbing and I climbed with like a ridiculous win rate. And um, I got myself into like 2,500, I think by the end of that stream, maybe it was 3,000, I don't remember. But I, I played some um, on Tuesday, like on my lunch break and, and after work, mostly on my lunch break and kept climbing. Right. So I ended up like around 1500 on Tuesday night. And I remember posting in the discord around them, around when I had to 1500, I believe I posted something along the lines of, at what point do I get to stop? Because I feel like I want to throw up because I knew that I was getting close to the 11 X, right. And 11 star multiplier or whatever. And, um, it, but I also like was not feeling very confident in my, in my playabilities because it was, you know, after one of these grueling days of work, I knew I wasn't, you know, Liberum Paladin is not the hardest deck to play in the world, but I still needed to play, re you know, reasonably well. And, I was probably not playing my A game, right? So this is something that is, um, and, and again, Ridiculous Hat was in, was in the Discord and said, well, keep playing until you feel like you're backsliding and then stop, right? Which like, you're good enough to be playing at this level, just keep playing and, you know, keep going until you, until you backslide. And, and when you're on the cusp like that, it's, it's very nerve wracking. And I got kind of the worst letter anxiety I've gotten in, in a very, very long time. Um, mainly because I didn't feel like I'd been doing anything differently. 
Like, I didn't feel like I was playing particularly, you know, any, any particularly better than I was before. But things were working, right? And, like, every game just felt, like, very stressful. And, and, it, and as I climbed, it was more and more stressful. And I got... So I, I, I ended up playing a few more games until I... Basically until I lost one. Um, and then I stopped for the night. Because I knew that I was basically just kind of playing on, on adrenaline and, and on momentum. And, you know, I like, a lot of this is kind of recognizing in myself that I was not playing well, but things were working, so I was going to keep doing it until things stopped working. And not trying to push it further. Right? And, and, and in general, right, that is not the approach to ladder anxiety. <laughs> like, the approach to ladder anxiety is that you push through it. But the, the difference between this, this scenario and most scenarios with ladder anxiety is that I could fall out of, there, there, was a, there was an opportunity cost, or not an opportunity cost, there was a risk involved, right? Because I could fall out of the bracket where it was going to, um, and I didn't, I don't, you don't really know where the line is, you know it's around 1500. Um, so I knew that I was kind of around there, but I wasn't really confident that, you know, I was going to be able to keep winning and stay in there. So then, you know, it kind of becomes a matter of not wanting to give up the ground that you've lost. Um, which again, for normal ladder where, you know, yeah, you can, you can backslide, but you can only backslide so far, but it was also the last like two days of the month. Right. So I didn't know if I was going to have time and or energy to be able to get back to where I was. Um, so I was really kind of taking it very carefully and kind of, you know, win, winning a game and staring at the screen for 10 minutes. And if after I lost, I would go and play like Potion Craft, which is a, a interesting little game on Steam um, for a while. And, um, and just kind of trying to calm myself down until I felt like things were kind of, you know, reaching their limit as, the, as it were. So... All of this is kind of a long-winded way to say that um, Wednesday evening, I, I played some Wednesday afternoon, and, you know, I kind of went 50-50 at lunch, and Wednesday evening, I tried to play some after work, and I got up as high as, like, close to 1,000, and then lost another one and went back to, like, 1197 or something like that, and then I said, you know what? I'm good. I'm done. And, and, and this is kind of the difference between, um, you know, what I was doing in the middle of the month, which was jamming games when I was tired and, you know, and, and not playing and playing when I wasn't feeling a hundred percent. And this week, which was trying to feel, you know, taking a mental temperature and then figuring out that this was not a good time to be playing high stakes Hearthstone. In high stakes for me at least, right? Because like, I, I recognize that I needed to be on my A game in order to play at this level and climb. And that I had done good work getting up to that point, but I was, you know, very, it, it was very likely that I was going to, I was going to drop games because of trying to force myself to play when I was feeling tired, overtired, right? And, and not being in a good place to be playing clean games of Hearthstone. 
Like, if you're, again, well, this is something that I've, I've known, but I keep forgetting and I keep needing to relearn is that, um, your, you know, your mind, mindfulness is the wrong word, but your, your ability to pay attention to details and, and, and think through, you know, what your opponent's going to do and, and everything else, right? Like is, is very much affected by your energy levels and your, and your awakeness and your ability to focus. And, and I was not, I was not at a point where I could focus on the game. I was focused on my rank, not on the game. And my rank was good enough to get me to 11X, but it felt like I was, you know, I, I was not able to, to focus on the games because I was focusing on the number because of the combination of the, of the rank that I was at, like how, how precarious the situation was and how little time I would have to recover if something went wrong. Right. Because like part of it is if it was like the week before, right. If it was like that, like, like that weekend and I was at that spot, I probably would have kept queuing and seeing how far I could push. But because the time was weighing in on me and me knowing in, in my head that I was, you know, I was pushing myself further than I ought to, right? That it, the, the smartest thing for me to do there would be to take a step back. That is not always the case when it is, when it comes to trying to push to ranks that you're never, that you've never hit before or trying to push yourself further than you, than you can, than you, you've been before because at a certain point you have to play, right? Like you can't climb if you don't, you, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Um, that said, I'd already accomplished what I set out to do this month and was at risk of, of giving that up by continuing to, pr to push further in a state where I was not a hundred percent there, Right. So in that case, it's, it's a different assessment because in, because I knew that I was too tired, right? So I knew that I was not playing my best Hearthstone and I was still pushing and it felt like I was walking a tightrope without a net. And at that point, when you're, you're, you're focused on the fear, right? And you're not focused on the play, then it's, it's very hard to progress forward. And I honestly had not felt like that since like one of the first times I got to legend and, but I, I mean, I did, I got there cause I was, you know, I was playing well despite myself and then just realized that I, when I needed to pull it back. Um, so I, I think that this was a pretty educational, um, climb for me from that perspective. Um, just kind of like measuring my own, you know, my own ability to play and, and understanding when I was in the right mindset to be able to climb. And, and a lot of what I've been doing this weekend, cause it's the first weekend of the new month with me at 11 X and, and, and the 11 star climb, I mean, everyone says it's easy mode. It's not really, because even though you're, you're climbing faster with the winds, you're also playing against much better opponents. Um, most of the time. Right. And, and especially the first couple days of the month when everybody's tryharding and trying to get up to legend as quickly as possible. 
um, I've, I've run into a number of names that I recognize over the past couple days, and, and it's, it's intimidating because I'm not used to it. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm kind of using the, the beginning of the month to try to focus on learning a new deck. So one of the things that I've been doing the past couple of months has been um, putting together deck guides for the decks that I've been climbing with. Um, and th this has been the other thing that I've been doing to try to, um, in order to try to help myself improve, is I'm trying to kind of write down as I go what the lessons learned are so that I keep them in mind when the next time that I queue into those matchups with that deck, right? So like the, the, the while I, I'm writing the guides, to help everyone else, right? I'm also writing the guides to help myself. And, and this is something you don't necessarily need to, you know, be publishing them, but this is something you can do too, um, which is just kind of, you know, keep notes for yourself on what's working for you and what you've tried and what, what, what's worked, what you've tried and what you haven't tried. And like when you've tried it, has it worked or did it seem like it would have worked except for whatever, um, you know, like those types of things. Because ultimately, like, that's, that's kind of that mindfulness that kind of helps solidify some of those learnings in your head too, right? Like, I, I'm, I'm writing the guides to make it clear in my head um, what I should be doing in each scenario. And then as, as I internalize that, right, I become a better player. Then I'm able to think about more things because I'm not focusing on just like, you know, the mechanical things. Like I'm not, you know, spending time going to HS replay to look up mulligans after, you know, 50 or 60 games because I kind of have a feel for it. Um, that sort of thing, right? And, and, I, and it also kind of forces me to stick with the deck. And that's something that I've talked about a fair amount on this show, going back to the Rock, Paper, Scissors episode, right? Um, about sticking with a deck and really trying to learn it because you're going to get more of an edge in trying to chase the meta. And so that's what I've been doing with the last couple of runs. Like I, I basically went up to Handlock, went up to Legend with Handlock two months ago. I, I forced myself up with Quest Shaman last month. I think I'm settling on Big Warrior this month. Um, it, it feels like a deck I can jam a bunch of games with and enjoy um, and really learn the insides and outs of. I spent the first couple days trying to learn. Um, I mean, I try, I try to push with Librem Paladin and it just seems like it's a different population of decks that's you know, at the beginning of month climb rather than what people are playing at, at the end of the month. Um, mostly a lot, a lot more mages, which are always kind of a bad matchup for that kind of a deck and, and some other, and, and big warriors also become more popular, which is Rattlegore is kind of a problem for Liberum Paladin. Um, but I'm, I'm also just kind of, I, I was trying to learn, you know, Garrett Rogue too, and, and that, I, I kind of get it but enough to know that I'm not really looking to play it a lot. <laughs> like I could, I could probably force myself to learn it if I needed to for like a tournament, but I, I think I understand it at least enough to cast it if I need to. Um, and, and to understand how to play against it, which is one of the reasons that I wanted to learn it. Um, but big warrior seems like a deck that, you know, it's, it's, it's got a, it's got a fair amount of intricacy and, and some things that, you know, kind of are in my wheelhouse. And it's a deck that's new and interesting, so it's not something that I've played a million times before. Um, I mean, I've played Big Warriors in the past. This is a little bit different than those. Um, I think the tradable the tradable aspect for card draw is really interesting. Um, <clears throat> with 
with how the the control deck is kind of shaping up to be because I, I, usually like car draws at a premium especially in mirrors because you don't want to fatigue yourself but it actually ends up being that you can just keep trading to get car draw which is a pretty interesting dynamic that i'm still trying to explore and try to maximize um you know as far as as far as how that works in control first specifically in, in in mirror matches which i've been seeing a fair amount of too but um anyway so i've i've been kind of focusing on playing the decks a lot playing a single deck a lot and then documenting my findings and that's been helping other people as well to kind of get a jump start but it's also helping myself in terms of really understanding those matchups with that deck and really being able to to optimize my play because again if you're if you're constantly changing decks it gets hard for you to know like what situations you're doing what you're even just trying to figure out like what cards do i mulligan and the mulligan can lose you the game can use lose the game on the spot anyway and even then, like, there's a bunch of interactions that you you start seeing when you play the deck a lot. Any deck, it's any deck, it doesn't really matter which one it is, um, that you wouldn't necessarily see the first couple of times that you're playing it. So that's the other thing that I've been doing that I feel like it's been helping me. I feel like my play has been getting better. I probably still do need to get some coaching to try to help figure out if there's some other thing that I'm missing. But I, I feel like I've really improved a lot over the past couple months even if it hasn't felt like it all the time. Um, cause like, you know, at the end of the day, like I know I'm a good player, but I also, you know, I'm, I like to see results and I haven't really been seeing the results coming along. And I feel like this past month I kind of did, even if I can't really speak to exactly what it was. Um, so I'm trying to kind of get ahead of, well, what am I doing that's different? And like, what should I keep doing? Cause it seems to be working. Right. So those are the couple of things. Um, so the, so the lessons I've learned are, you know, you know, and, and these are kind of basic, but they, they're worth repeating, you know, stick with the deck and learn it really well. Document, document your, you know, what you're learning so that you can help it sink in and make sure that you're in a place to be playing, you know, high quality Hearthstone when you're expecting to climb. Um, and those, those three things I think are pretty key for being able to improve to the next level. I mean, it's, it's kind of in anything, right? It's kind of, it, it's not necessarily limited to Hearthstone, but, um, but it is specific to Hearthstone in terms of, you know, what, what we're all, what we're all here trying to do, right? All right. So that's going to be it for this episode. I apologize that this was a little bit more rambly and, and not necessarily as focused as some of my other episodes have been, because I kind of, I kind of just had this stuff in my head for a while and I kind of just wanted to get it out. Um, but it, I didn't really have a great, you know, structure for it, but hopefully it was still helpful for you. Um, as always, you can find um, the show notes at offcurve.com. Um, I am, again, raising money for Extra Life for Children's Hospital Boston all month. Um, there will be a link in the show notes for where, where you can donate for that, um, along with, you know, a, a blog post kind of explaining, uh, you know, why Children's Hospital Boston... Um, it's also ADHD Awareness Month, so it, I'm kind of tying those two things together. Um, so, and, and again, anything you're able to donate if you can. And if you can't, don't worry about it. Like, you know, obviously I, I appreciate all the donations I can get, but I wouldn't ever expect anybody to be able to. Um, but if you can, it's a great cause. Um, and, and I feel really strongly about Children's Hospital Boston. They've been really great to my family personally. Um, and they do great work there. So if you can donate, it would be, it, it, it would really mean a lot. But again, if you're not in a position to, don't, absolutely don't, don't, you know, don't do that if you can't. 
Um, you can also, um, and, and I'll be raising money on stream as well, uh, which is at twitch.tv slash wickedgoodfm, Monday and Thursday night, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Um, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at wickedgood. You can follow the show's account for announcements when new show, new episodes go live or new content goes up on the website at Off Curve. Um, you can join the Discord where there's a lovely group of people who are all, you know, looking to improve and discuss the game at um, discord.offcurve.com. And um, I, I will likely have some Mercenaries content this month. I'm not quite sure what that's going to look like yet. Um, I did buy a, pre, a pre-order bundle. Um, just like, because I had some leftover balance anyway, just to kind of get enough to be able to get ahead of it and try to help you all with it. Um, I'm still a little bit unclear on everything, but I'm going to probably figure it out as I go. Um, so, you know, if you're interested in that and, and if there is anything in particular that you're looking for, you know, feel free to reach out. There's a question, there's an, an, an a, a podcast questions channel in the discord as well. Where I usually capture that stuff. So if you're looking for anything specific about mercenaries, I don't know anything yet, but, um, you know, I'm expecting, I'll probably put some time into that, um, when, when it's released on the 12th. So, um, thanks as always for listening. I know you have a lot of places where you can spend, um, your podcast listening time. I appreciate you spending it with me in the car. And uh, be good to each other. We'll talk soon. Have a good one.